Hi guys, I'm Millie Fox, serial entrepreneur, energetic business coach, and lover of all things luxury. Welcome to the Millie Fox Show, a place where you'll encounter refreshing perspectives on manifestation, spirituality, and the new paradigm of feminine leadership. Let's dive in. Hello, hello. Welcome to another episode of The Millie Fox Show. I'm very excited about the conversation that we are about to share with you today. I have the absolutely stunning Amber Lee Lyons here with me today. Amber Lee is the founder of Chakra Girl Co., which is a platform dedicated to supporting women to align with their soul's essence, their inner goddess, and their innate spiritual healing power. She's the host of a top-rated podcast, Chakra Girl Radio, where she interviews top spiritual experts and leaders to get a behind-the-scenes look at the rituals and teachings that have led to their awakening. Her newest venture, Prism, is an online magazine, learning platform, and ritual shop that's your one-stop shop for your higher consciousness life. Her mission is to support the global ascension from an elevated, fun, and modern vibration for collective consciousness activation. And I definitely can attest to this. I totally see the fun being brought to the world through your platform. Um, I actually found you through a reel that you posted, uh, which I thought was so fun. It was the one where you did like my heart went pitter patter, pitter patter, like I think it was, I think it was to do with like the 5D. Yeah, it was pre- about, uh, what was that one about? Uh, yeah, I think it was about uh, like 5D ascension or consciousness ascension or something like that. Yeah, yeah. I was like, oh, I love the vibe here. I immediately needed to connect with you and I'm so glad that I did. So welcome. How are you doing today? Thanks for having me. I'm good. Excited to chat with you. We've been chatting for a little while now. Well, because we were supposed to record this a while ago and then... Yeah, so I've been following you since then and love what you're doing as well. Oh, thank you so much. Yeah, it's always great to connect with like-minded people, yes. doing also fun things, making yes. it fun, right? Making like it fun. I know, it's like so staunchy sometimes. I'm like, okay, can we just like put away the Birkenstocks and... <laughs> yeah yeah exactly okay so diving straight in I want to talk about 5d the 5d reality with you I want to talk about I want to make it like understandable for people listening who maybe don't even know what the heck I'm talking about when I say 5d where we're living now where what we're moving into like what is going on with all of this stuff yes So the majority of the world is in a three-dimensional consciousness. And this is what we were brought up with. This is what they teach us in school. It's very linear thinking. So the way I kind of describe it is like, if this, then that. And there's no outside of the box thinking. And I think a lot of people that are spiritual are are the people who grew up thinking like, but but what about the other things that could happen? Why is that the only right answer? What about, you know, we kind of had this broader concept of thinking, but we just kind of went along with it and, you know, we're taught things the way that they wanted to teach us. And that really limited our thinking and and limited the thinking of, of most people. Um, so in third dimensional consciousness, there's really only what we see. Okay. So there's like the up, 
the down, the right, the left, you know, is it black? Is it white? Is it blue? Is it purple? And there's no room for this kind of like higher consciousness, bigger perspective of things. Mm. So what we're seeing now is an awakening. So this is kind of a fourth dimensional ascension where we're seeing a lot of people are starting to see things in a different light and see things in a different way. And all the third dimensional structures that we thought were keeping us safe and, um, you know, we thought were the, the, the truth, the one and only truth. So for example, the education system, the financial system, the, the news, you know, we thought we always thought you turn on the news and you find out what's happening. The truth is we turn on the news and you find out what they want you to think, um, you yeah. know, so like, you know the, the government and like all of those things, like those are all very third dimensional linear structures that have been put in place to keep us thinking in a very linear way. So this fourth dimensional awakening is when people are starting to realize like, hey, like this doesn't seem right. And our intuition is starting to, to bubble up, right? Yeah. In fourth dimension, there's a, still a lot of fear. There's a lot of blame. There's a lot of uh, like, here's the thing. A lot of the conspiracy, I don't even call them conspiracy theories. I call them conspiracies. Um, but the conspiracies, those are, most of them are true, but in the fourth dimension, we're waking up to them and we're still in a place of fear. We're probably taking them a little bit too far. And there's kind of this overall, like we're doomed kind of feeling. In the fifth dimension, once we can kind of ascend past that, it's like we can look at the third dimension and the fourth dimension and we can know that all of that is happening, but light always wins and we can live from a place of love. We can live from our hearts and we can, it's kind of um, the way that, that, that I kind of explain it too. It's like, we're connected to a different grid of manifestation. So manifestation can happen in the third dimension and the fourth dimension. But the, when we're in fifth dimensional consciousness, which is living from our heart chakras and our soul star chakras, um, we're connected to a different grid of manifestation. That's actually a lot more powerful and things happen a lot more quickly so it is literally different dimensions of, of consciousness happening on earth at the same time. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? <laughs> yeah. So let's dive deeper into it okay. to like, to like bring it even more yeah. to, to clarity. Um, okay. So third dimension is like living through your five senses, right? It's like yeah, living, through living, the five in- senses, um, living through your five senses and looking for outside structures to give you a sense of safety, security, love, trust, all of those things. Right. And then fourth dimension is sort of like, um, is this the space where people would start feeling like I've seen a lot of things circulating lately around like symptoms, ascension symptoms, where they're like experiencing this whole host of yeah, so so definitely, uh, but ascension system, uh, sorry, ascension symptoms can happen through all phases. So there, are, you know, there's six dimension. There's all the way up to like thirty six dimensional, you know, thinking. Those can happen at any level, but a lot of people are definitely experiencing them going from three to four and four to five. Okay. Okay. Yeah. okay. Can we just clarify that for one second too? Like yeah. what are ascension symptoms and what do they mean? What are some examples? So essentially like we're, we're vibrating at a certain frequency, right? And we are dense matter, 
right? We have dense matter. We're humans wearing, we're like light beings wearing like a flesh suit. Yes. Um, that has a certain vibration, right? So when we're vibrating at a certain uh, vibration and then we're now, you know, raising our consciousness to vibrate at a higher vibration, our physical bodies take a, can take a minute to catch up to that. So we can feel physical symptoms, whether it's headache or, you know, sometimes it's, it's actually our chakras trying to show us where there's still a blockage. So if we're having lower back problems, that can be an ascension system that are an ascension symptom that we need to work on our root chakra. Or we need to like clear something out of there. So there's a, a whole myriad of different reasons why that would happen. It can even be just that we're super tired because we are, our consciousness is strengthening and growing and ascending. So there's, there's a lot of different ways that it can show up, but it's definitely all related to that progression of moving to the next level of ascension. It sounds to me the way you're describing 4D consciousness, it, it, it sounds pretty sort of negative. Is yeah. there a positive view on that? Totally. So I'm like, I say that it's like, <laughs> I describe it as like the dingy gas station on a road trip. Like you want to get in and take what you need, but you need to get out. So it's like, you go there to learn that there's other ways of seeing things and that there's no right or wrong. There's just what is. So it's mm-hmm. like, yes, there's a lot of dark going on in the world. And yes, there's a lot of people that are kind of like brainwashed into this system. And yes, there's a lot of, um, you know, stuff going on. Sure. But that being said, without that, there could not be this ascension happening. So it's like all of these negative things are happening so that we can ascend because we need to break these structures down mm-hmm. and we need to find within ourselves the, the strength, the trust, the love, the power that we were searching for externally. So when we think of, you know, what's at stake right now is, you know, our freedom is at stake, our health is at stake, our happiness is at stake, you know, but we can, but the truth is that we are the producers and creators of all the love, trust, happiness mm-hmm. that we want in our lives. And no one else is providing for providing that for us. That is Mm -hmm. for us to provide. So the positive is that we're learning through these soul lessons, what, how to access what we need internally versus looking for it outside. Right. And to consciously create our reality rather than relying on the outside, like you're saying, structures to provide a reality for us. Exactly. Right. It kind of reminds me of uh, growing up. So when you're a kid, you uh, you look at your parents as like they can do no wrong. They're yeah. your superheroes, you know, like you just see them as like these, yeah. you know, people that are just ugh, everything. Right. And then you you become like a teenager at a young at all. And you're like, oh, my parents like they're they suck, you know, yeah. <laughs> you know, and then you have this whole new view. It's like you've your perspective is changed on your changed completely on your parents. And then you grow up like, you know, into your 30s or whatever. Maybe you have kids, or maybe you know, you just get some more life experience, and then you look at your parents for who they really are. You know, it's like totally. humans that are doing yeah. their best and you love them. Totally. And then it's it's even to kind of take that a step further, it's like First, we trust them as our keepers. And then we're like, wait, no, you really fucked me up. (laughs) (laughs) And then then we work through our trauma 
And we realized like, yeah, they did do that. And that did happen. And they were trying their best, but, and, you know, I was wrong to think that, you know, they were keeping me safe and that that was always within me, but that's all okay. And that was all a part of my journey and everything is all good. And I can love them regardless. So yeah, exactly. That's a great example. Yeah. Yeah. That that's exactly what, what popped into my mind as you were describing it. Mm -hmm. Um, Okay. So 5d. So is, is 5d to you like the realm of, of, of infinite potential? Yeah. Like we, like we, so part of like the system has, and here's the thing, when I say like the system, do I believe that there's like necessarily like this, like underground, like people that are like trying to screw us over. Maybe, I don't know for sure. And I don't think we ever will. But at the end of the day, there's different, like in order for matter to exist, there's balance, right? Think of like a battery. In order for a battery to operate, there's positive and there's negative. So um, there's been dark energy that has kept us um, in this limitation of not knowing our power. So we've been here in this linear you know, realm, not knowing our full power, not knowing our, how much we actually can create. So once we can break free of those things, that's when those creative powers are so much stronger. Um, and I always say like, we, like we, we're kind of born thinking that, well, we're not born thinking, we're, we're taught to, to think that we see things, like there's things outside and then our eyes see them and then our eyes process them and tell our brain what it is. But the truth is like our brain creates the reality that we want to see and our eyes are like projectors <laughs> and the world is like the screen showing us what we're thinking. So when we can create what we want in our mind, then those energetic magnets can start to pull it together to create that reality in front of us. So once you get that way of thinking, but then again, like our linear minds are like, oh, but it takes X amount of hours of work to make X amount of dollars. So it's impossible for this to happen. That's linear thinking. But quantum thinking, it's okay, I'm at the vibration of this life and this is how I vibrate, you know, the life that I want in my mind, you know, I'm at that vibration and I take care of my mind and my body and my vibration to vibrate at that frequency. And then by virtue of living in this world and vibrating and like our chakras are constantly sending out transmissions, then everything, it's everything comes together like a puzzle piece to create what Mm -hmm. we first consciously created in our minds Mm -hmm. yeah completely and that's that's magic right like that is manifestation that is magic and on like a fundamental like psychological level even it's it's confirmation bias as well right like it's perception like perception creates confirmation bias where we're looking out of our eyes we're, we're projecting because we're literally only looking for the things to confirm what we already believe exactly right exactly. so like if you want to if, if you're if you're a skeptical person listening right now like there's actual like psychological concepts um that yeah. that back it up really and then okay so chakras this is an area that I know a little bit about but really like you know, I've had my chakras balanced quite a few times and this and that, but I'm not by any means an expert around chakras and manifestation. But my understanding is sort of that we need to, okay, 
I don't even know how I'm going to put this into words properly, but we're bringing things in to, to our like world into our, you know, consciousness through like the crown and the third eye. Like we have these, you know, upper realms. Mm -hmm. And then in order to bring it down into our actual 3d, uh, like reality that we're living in, we need to like bring it down through like into the root and like have that grounding and things like that. Can, can you tell me if I'm even making any sense I mean, at all? Yeah, that does make sense. So I would say that, so the, I mean like the crown chakra and the third eye chakra, I would say are still kind of like, those are still our physical chakras. There are our soul star chakra, which is where 5D, I would say like 5D consciousness lives in the soul star, but you can't get to, but like the heart drives you there. <laughs> you can't okay. get to it without activating the heart. So yeah, essentially like our chakras are like the core energy centers of our body. Chakras are transmitters and receptors. Mm-hmm. So they're constantly emitting a frequency and receiving the same frequency back. Mm-hmm. So if we're, so the, the objective is to vibrate at the highest possible frequency because then that's what we'll be putting out. And then that's what, that's the match that we'll be getting back. So, and we see that, like, if someone's like, you know, those morning or those mornings where you like stub your toe and then you get a run in your stocking and then you spill your coffee. And then, you know, it's like a compounding of like negative energy, negative energy, negative Mm -hmm. energy. And then the opposite of like, you know, when you feel amazing, then all these good things start happening. So it, I mean, that's kind of the basis of it, but in terms of that, like embodiment. So when we think of like our higher consciousness self up in the higher chakras, so we've got, you know, we've got chakras above our head as well that most people don't talk about. I actually just started teaching these. Um, I, I like intuitively like worked with them before, but I didn't realize that this, I was like, oh, this is actually a thing. I thought I was just feeling this. Um, so there are, um, like we've got our, our, our gateway chakra, our soul star chakra, our gateway chakra. Um, and we go all the way up to like our 12th dimensional chakra. So we are in order to access those frequencies that are like not earthly, um, we can, we can use astral traveling, which actually that's what the, that's what the real was about was astral traveling. So we can use astral traveling to project our consciousness up. Obviously our physical bodies won't go there, um, but we can project our consciousness up to these higher realms. And then we can bring that frequency down and integrate it into our human bodies and this is called you know there's many ways doing this i actually we just wrote an article on prism on light uh light codes so Mm. using light codes like different symbols colors different like uh ancient geometry uh different sounds different uh, musical notes like bringing those down and like integrating those into our bodies. And then that creates a higher vibration and allows us to manifest more higher vibrational things. So, so yeah, the transmissions are happening no matter what consciousness you're in. Like if you're in third dimensional consciousness, you're, you're still manifesting with your chakras. You're just manifesting lower vibrational things and realities because that's where your consciousness is. But the higher your consciousness, the higher the vibration and then the, the higher frequency are the manifestation. So what I said didn't really translate. No, no, it does. No, it does. No, it does. Because that's like what you were saying is like when the, 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 the crown chakra is what is kind of like where the manifestation comes, but you're, you can't vibrate 
that high to manifest high vibrational things unless all of your chakras are are working yeah so like the the sanskrit meaning of the word chakra is spinning wheel so they're spinning wheels of light that all need to be working together so Mm -hmm. in order to manifest the highest vibrational reality we have to be vibrating at the highest frequency Mm -hmm. and and that requires the them to be all working together so in terms of what you see most commonly like in the world today just say uh, among people of sort of like our demographic you Mm -hmm. know like younger women you know wanting to make it in the world wanting to do something like meaningful what do you see in their you know chakras like what what imbalances are you seeing most commonly I would say as women, like our upper chakras are usually quite balanced, our third eye and our crown, but without balancing the other ones, we can't access that. You know, the third eye is about the intuition. Crown chakra is kind of like that magnet, but, uh, but without balancing the lower chakras, we can't access those. So root chakra imbalance is going to be our beliefs around money and our and even just like being in constant fight or flight, like we are scrolling and I'm guilty of this too. I'm always scrolling and I'm always, you know, when, whenever we're in those moments of like not being in our bodies, then our root chakra, which is our personal power, our ability to feel grounded, our ability to root down, to rise up, like though that can't be working. So if we're not embodied and and grounded in our root chakra, then we're going to have, you know, lots of money fears. We're going to be really stagnant. We're going to not see a clear path ahead of us of what we want to do. So that's kind of like the main root chakra block. Sacral chakra is going to be worthiness. So feeling like we're not worthy. Also sacral chakra gets imbalanced when we're working a lot in our masculine and we're not accessing our feminine energy, which is super common. And then we've cut off our creativity. So when I say creativity, I don't mean like our ability to like do an oil painting. I mean like our ability to be a a creator, a conscious creator of our reality. Um, Yeah, exactly. So that's super common is, you know, our worthiness and our and sexual, any kind of like sexual trauma and like not even necessarily something terrible happened to you, but even just the way women have been treated and looked at and, you know, kind of like seen as like these kind of like sex symbols, like objectified objectified and yeah. So that sits with us. Uh, Solar plexus chakra, again, like if you've been burning yourself out that's going to block your motivation so solar plexus is about like that i call it like our it factor like your je ne sais quoi like the thing that makes you magnetic and makes people gravitate towards you uh that's gonna and it's also where our motivation lives so our momentum our productivity so that's going to be blocked if we've burned ourselves to the ground it's going to be blocked if we have low confidence and um sacral chakra and solar plexus are quite connected in that way Heart chakra is our ability to give and receive. So a lot of women are over givers. They're Mm -hmm. giving, 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 giving. And then they're not. And the only way to like balance our giving and receiving is to give ourselves as much as we give to others. And once those Mm -hmm. things are balanced, then we can receive in parallel with the, in, in, uh, in parallel frequency as what we're giving. Mm-hmm. And then throat chakra, super freaking common, not yeah. speaking our minds, 
not putting ourselves out there, not sharing what's on our hearts, not um, having, like the third is literally the bridge between the mind and the body. So not feeling connected to our bodies um, and not picking up on those physical cues that tell us uh, what uh, kind of like our emotions and when our anxiety is bubbling up, just that like total disconnection from our voice and from our truth. Mm-hmm. So it's all of those. And like, it's funny because I, I teach, you know, hundreds and hundreds of women at a time, these things, and it's totally, it, it, like there's out of all five of the lower chakras, I would say it's like, it's pretty balanced. You know, it's, there's not one that stands out. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's really all of them. Yeah. The lower. Yeah. I yeah. get, I, I get that too. So, okay. So you did just give us a tip there about the heart chakra, I believe you said, give, giving to yourself as uh, equally as you're giving to others. Um, yeah. Can you give a couple of tips also on the other um, chakras and like just ways we can start thinking about paying attention to, to balancing those or? So I'll start with root chakra. So and I, I kind of said with this one too, like root down to rise up. Like that yeah. is most important, like feeling grounded. Like we're unable to go somewhere without knowing where we're going so being so clear on what our big vision is because what that does like when we're clear on our big vision and we're shutting out the linear mind being like but how are you gonna get that you can't have that you can have that but if we allow ourselves to ground in and anchor in our desires that and be like this is my desire and even if that means writing it down and reading it every single day like that mm-hmm. anchors you in to the frequency of of having it or even starting to have it and that can get that momentum going and then that creates excitement that creates energy that creates momentum and then you can start to open your eyes to opportunities that are going to come in to allow you to to have that desire sacral chakra I mean, my number one tip with sacral chakra is get into the water. <laughs> like whether that means baths, like for me, like I'm someone who's, who used to really operate from the masculine a lot. And I, you know, I, I think any woman that has a business kind of gets stuck in that pattern sometimes. So I very consciously started doing, um, daily bath rituals. I started working with different goddesses. I started working with goddess Kuan Yin. I started um, dressing in a more like feminine, like graceful, flowy clothes. Mm -hmm. Uh, Like little things like that allow you to access that innate. Like think of it like women create humans in their sacral chakra. Like Mm -hmm. we literally grow humans in our sacral chakras. So if we can access and honor that femininity and that creative power, like we literally are creators of life. Like if you can create a human, you can create anything you want. There you go. You know, so like, don't forget that ladies. Right. So that's what we need to tap into. Um, And then for solar plexus, I would say similar to root chakra. Like I always say with solar plexus, it's about your excitement. Like it's about getting fucking excited for what's in store for you, because it's like that sunshine, like solar plexus is like the energy of the sun. So even just like imagining, like, you know, getting out into the sun, imagining that there's like a cord connected between your solar plexus and the sun. And the sun is like feeding you that like really vibrant sunshiny energy. And then I mentioned with the heart chakra was, yeah, that giving and receiving, there's a little meditation kind of even just like quick thing that you could do, like 
set a reminder to do it in your calendar, like set a, like a reminder in your phone to do it like a few times a day. And I do this in my clients all the time too, where it's like, so our hands are extensions of our heart chakra. So our mm-hmm. right hand is the masculine, left hand is the feminine. So the right hand is the giving, the left hand is the receiving. So, and then the heart is our own gratitude and what we can give to ourselves. So if you envision that on every exhale, you're like sending energy out through your right hand and that's like touching the world and touching people and people are, you know, feeling the love from you. And then when you inhale, it comes in through the left hand and now you're receiving this amazing love. And then you pause for a second at the heart between the breath and you feel the gratitude and you feel the love for yourself and you honor yourself. And then once you do that, then you, on your next exhale, you can give more love and then you can touch more people and then you can receive more and then you can feel more gratitude. And then you just keep, and so like, think of it with business as well. Like the more energy you put out there, the more people you touch, the more clients you receive, then the more gratitude you get to feel and the more gratitude you get to feel and the more love you get to feel, the more you can give. And then the more people. So it's like this this circle of love. And but but if we don't do the little pause in the middle for the gratitude, then we're we're gonna miss the magic. So magic. Yes. And then throat chakra. What's a good throat chakra tip? Just fucking speak your truth. Like that's it. Like write it down. Like you know whatever it is. I know one thing that I've I've been working on lately is like having tough conversations right away like not letting it like not even taking them like obviously take a moment to gather your thoughts before you speak but not letting it like go too long before you say how you feel because mm-hmm. when you say how you feel you're honoring your intuition um obviously there needs to be a step in there to be like is this is this reaction that i'm having coming from a place of here and now or is it coming from a past experience so obviously we need to like get really real with that. But yeah, with throat chakra, it's, I always say with throat chakra it's, and putting yourself out there and speaking your truth, it's really the only one that you just have to do it. You just have to go and do it in order to see the benefit. There's no meditation that's going to make it easier. You just need to speak your truth and it gets easier and easier and easier every time. Yeah, it is. It's sort of like the stage fright thing, right? Totally, totally. And a lot of fear, I think for women, the fear there is like, uh, because we're so focused on like maintaining um, connection, right? Yeah. As women, um, where we, we, I think we fear that we'll lose connection by speaking our truth, alienate people or yeah. they'll judge us or whatever that may be. So, well, and if we think about it, like women were literally hung by their throats, like yeah. we are hanging on to that. That, that energy most spiritual women were a part of the witch hunt and I'm like there's another witch hunt happening right now so it's like <laughs> it's bubbling up for a lot of people because people are afraid to speak their mind like with cancel culture and everything going on right now like if you're not yes. speaking directly with the narrative that, that everyone else is speaking then it is a witch hunt so totally. that's coming up a lot for people lately so yeah I mean just whenever we can speak our minds from our hearts, again, from a fifth dimensional place, rather than from our ego or from our fear, that's when the change can happen. Yeah, 
That it's so true. And I, I've said this before that, you know, our fear of losing out on connection, it's, it's kind of unfounded, right? Like, because when you do speak your truth, you, you, you're able to find deeper connection um, with those who you're meant to, right? Exactly. Mm -hmm. Okay. That was beautiful. Thank you for all of those great tips. And my next question for you is what are you most excited to talk about these days? What are you most excited to learn about these days? Because usually I feel like when we're learning new things, like we're really excited to also talk about them. So maybe it's yeah. kind of the same, but maybe they're different. I would say like kind of what I touched on before with like light codes and light language um, and like higher dimensional frequencies and bringing them down and astral, like with astral traveling, like this is something that I'm still kind of new and I've been doing it for maybe like six months or a little bit longer, but being able to like project our consciousness. And I've been working on this, like in the dream state as well with like remote viewing and yeah. It's like lucid dreaming or exactly. Yeah. So like lucid dreaming and being able to like play with our dreams and to get information and to get different light codes, light languages, and then bringing them down into consciousness so what is a light code and what is a light language so light codes and light languages I mean they're kind of interchangeable most people would think like light language is is more just like sounds and and actual words which some people actually get like so the first time I ever downloaded a light language it was a, it was a song and I was in a uh I was in like a trance uh meditation like a guided I guess a hypnosis session I would call it mm -hmm. and I like downloaded a song that was like not in English <laughs> and mm -hmm. I knew what every word meant and I wrote it down and I was like this is what this means um and it was it was wild and you know so little things like that you, it could be a song it could be a sound it could be um I've also had like downloads of different essentially like yoga poses but they're like, there's like symbols that associate with them. So like different symbols. And then my mind just knew what the symbol was. So I would like draw the symbol and I was like, okay, and that's the pose of the body. And then this is what it does. So like, there's just different, like different mm. outer dimensional teachings that, and here's the thing, like our souls have been born multiple times, right? Yes. And it's mm -hmm. not always on earth. So yes. there are like, I, have you ever looked into like any of the like starseed planets, like the Palladians, the Syrians, the Lemurians? Yes. Okay. Yeah. So I, I started to do more reading, yeah. um, started, I picked up a book, I think recently called the ancient, ancient wisdom of the women of Lemuria or something. Oh, like amazing. I love Lemuria is like my fave. Yeah. Um, super fascinating to me. Those, there are like healing modalities that are so different from different, different dimensions, different planets, different things. I know people are going to think I'm crazy listening to this, but whatever. <laughs> if your, if your audience doesn't know about this stuff, they're going to think I'm psycho, but um, it doesn't matter. It but yeah, so, so like, so bringing those down and I, so I actually had like an emergency appendectomy in November like acute appendicitis, like need to take it out now, super random. And then I started, I, it wasn't, an, I don't think it was a near death experience, but, um, I definitely had like a moment during that, like literally right after the surgery where I was lucid and I was like, I could like hear messages coming through. 
And I kind of knew at that point, like, okay, this is part of the journey. And I, and then, so after that surgery, I started getting all of these downloads of these different, like these different like poses and and symbols Mm -hmm. and started doing them. And I really feel like they healed me. So yeah, there's, there's so much out there that our souls knew at some point from a different place. And it's just about our remembering. So it's like everything that we need to heal us is already inside of us. We just need to tap into the consciousness and the remembering and then implement them. Yeah. That's so much of what I teach when I, when I teach manifestation to my clients, my students, it's really the first step is remembering who you are. Right. Yeah. Totally. Really always the first step is like, who am I? And that question can go so many layers deep, right? It's like, there's so many ways to explore that question. So when you think of that question, when you think of like, who am I? Where did your mind go first? To me? Yeah, you. Oh, I mean, for me, I'm like, I'm a multidimensional, like starseed being healer. Like, that's what it is. Yes. I love that answer. I love that. Yeah. And, and okay. So what you're teaching, like what you teach to to your students is really about creating reality, right? It's really Mm -hmm. about like manifestation. Like it's, it is everything to me is manifestation, right? Like, because this is the experience that we came for to embody the consciousness that we, that we live in, right? Like we are here to manifest, to experience ourselves as consciousness expanding, right? Like that's totally. what cre- that's what creation is is really all about, right? Hundred percent. Somebody on their journey who's maybe sort of like at the beginning of manifestation, where they've you know watched the secret and they know about like Abraham Hicks, and maybe they like I don't know, listen to a little Joe Dispenza or something like that. You know, they're like getting their feet wet like what's your advice to somebody who's who's starting to explore this and they're sort of I don't know maybe they're confused or overwhelmed I feel like the chakras are such a great place to start playing and working with because it is a linear system where there are you know there's a set number of them that have set functions and it's easy to like wrap our mind around them it's just a case of memorization and then it's really feeling into each of your own chakras and being like okay what needs to change here and what do I need to release and that's the thing too like our chakras are the gps to everything that we want to manifest so when you think of everything you want to manifest our chakras already know how to get those things and attract those things mm-hmm. we just need to release the blocks that are that are holding them back from their true power so releasing the conditioned thinking and releasing um any of the like emotional physical blocks as well so i think that like chakras is where i started like i was brand new like doing yoga, that's pretty much it. And then I started working on my chakras. And when you can open yourself up to accessing like your core energy centers, you learn so much about yourself, so much about the way that you operate, so much about your own power. And um, that's, you know, like I said, like the chakras are what allow you to manifest. They are the magnets that bring in that manifestation. Yeah. Yeah. Because you attract what you are, right? Like, yeah. and you, you are your, your energetic yeah. signature, right? Yes. So, and, and then that's made up of your chakras. Yes. So if you, if you wanted to dive in to, to learning about your chakras in relationship 
mm-hmm. to creating your reality, where yeah. would you recommend somebody start? Like I've, I've, you know, I've learned a little bit about chakras from my own you know, yeah. experience, but I've never um, learned about them in relationship to like actually consciously creating and manifesting. Yeah. I mean, so we, I mean, I think first place to start is to like identify your biggest blocks. I always say like your body is your best textbook. We, well, we, we actually have a quiz if you want to find out like what your most blocked chakra is. So it's just, yeah, it's just quiz.chakragirlco.com. Okay. We'll put that in the show notes. So, I mean, if I think that it's like, it's not necessarily like how to use the chakras to manifest because the chakras already know how it's like right. how to clear the chakras mm-hmm. and then with manifestation like you know you like all the stuff that you're teaching like that's just gonna work all like way more instantaneously and a lot more powerfully um and everything they already know about manifestation it's just making it work more quickly by clearing any of your like emotional blocks right yeah, yeah. and another thing I want to say on on that as well for people beginning manifestation mm-hmm. this is something that I started talking about also after my surgery that another download that came from that was the concept of conscious manifestation. So mm-hmm. if we're manifesting something to validate us, then it's not going to work. I'm a huge believer in spiritual people can have fancy things and designer bags and drive luxury cars and stay at yes. luxury hotels hundred fucking percent. Um, for it. That, exactly. Like if that is something that you've assigned a high vibration to, then when you operate at your highest vibration, you can have those things. Think of like ancient goddesses. They were adorned in like gold and jewelry and like luxury, right? Like it's not bad. It's not naughty. Where we need to really check in with ourselves though, is do I think that having this designer bag validates me, makes me lovable, makes me cool. And there will be a part of, there will be a small part of us that that's just like an added bonus, but make sure that when you want something, it's from a place of this is going to amplify what I already have inside of me. I already love myself. I already know I'm cool. I already am amazing. I've already am lovable. And when you feel that, then you're going to a manifest it a lot more quickly. And when you get it, you're going to hold on to it. Cause a lot of the time what I see is if people are manifesting from a place of wanting that external validation or thinking that like a material thing or, you know, a certain amount of money makes them cool, successful, lovable, then they'll, even if they do all the work and they, they get it, you can't hold on to it. Cause it's right. not, it's, it's still not a vibrational match for the true insides. So mm-hmm. you have to be, you have to already be the creator of those feelings for yourself because you're not going to get them from the manifestation. Right. Yeah. And do you believe that money is a magnifier of what already is? Totally. That's exactly what it is. It's an amplifier. Money is an amplifier. Money doesn't create happiness. If you're unhappy, you're going to be unhappy when you're rich too. Maybe you'll have some more toys, but it doesn't, it, it like that inner happiness isn't going to come from that. When you have the inner happiness, the money will come. Like that's what you need to work on. Uh, it doesn't work. It's, it's like people have it backwards. When I have money, I'll be happy, but it's no, when I'm happy, I'll get money. Yeah, exactly. 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 It's so true. And I feel like so many people are waking up to that now and realizing that like really money isn't bad. It's just the way that we've been taught or the things that we've seen, um, the way people have been using money can like 
can give us that negative belief around it. But I, I totally, I, I teach a, a, a masterclass called embracing luxury. And that's like yeah. just flipping the idea of what luxury is on its head. And it's like, luxury is a feeling. It's a state yeah. of being, it's a mindset. It's all of the above. So yeah. I, I love hearing that as often as possible from, yeah. from other women and yeah. hearing that other women are teaching that. So to close out this beautiful interview, um, I'm going to ask you the question that I ask all my guests, which is, what are you currently manifesting? Ooh, okay. So we are manifesting a like really amazing house right now. Have you been to um, like the like the British Columbia wine country? The Okanagan? No, I haven't. Okay. I've been to BC only twice, but haven't been to the Okanagan. Okay, yet. so there's like this insane house and we want it. So we're going to. And you, and you should have it. We, it's, it's happening. It's already ours. Like and exactly. You, yeah. It's already yours. Exactly. Yes. And just that's like, wonderful. and just like, and that's the thing. So then it's like, and for anyone else, it's like, oh, I want to manifest this house. So then it's like, okay, so what is the energy that this house is going? Is what is the energy that I want from this house? I want to feel expansive. I want to feel grounded. I want to feel luxury. Okay, so how can I feel expansive, grounding, and luxury every single fucking day where I'm living right now? And then that's what's gonna help making those that. shifts in your yeah. current reality exactly. to amplify that vibration. Exactly to call it it right. Yeah. Okay. That is incredible. Where can people come and get to know you better and find you and go to the next level and all that goodness? So Instagram is Chakra Girl Co. And our new venture, Prism, which is essentially a uh, like an online magazine that's reflecting light on the ascension of consciousness. So basically like real media telling the truth in like a five dimensional through a five dimensional lens Mm -hmm. through love, not fear. So that is the handle. It's prismofficial.co. Okay. We'll put that on the website as well. Yeah. Yeah. Podcast Chef Girl Radio and yeah. Prism Instagram is fun as well. So, and that we have like posting articles all the time. Super powerful. And if you're like listening to me thinking like all the things you're talking about are crazy then just listen to, just go to Prism and it'll all make sense. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I can't wait to go and check out the one you just mentioned about the light codes. Yeah. Um, You just posted that one recently on. Yeah. On on Monday. Yeah. We interviewed um, an amazing uh, woman named Sonia Godfrey. Loved her. I've taken her courses. She's amazing. Yeah. She gave us like kind of like a very like basic beginner like this is what it is so amazing gonna check that out and we'll we'll put that one in the show notes too for people all the links awesome okay thank you so much it was such a fun convo i really appreciate your time and uh we'll catch up with you soon Thanks for listening to another episode of the Millie Fox Show. If you resonated with something in the episode, take a screenshot right now and share it to social. You can tag me at Millie Fox so I can reshare it. And while you're there, come give me a follow and say hey. If you're really vibing, I would love for you to subscribe, rate, and review to help the show reach more listeners. And if you want to go one step farther with me, you can hop over to the link in my bio on Instagram to see how you can work with me. Thanks again. Love you guys.